Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. From Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Live. Live. From Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. This is About Last Night with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. On the ToadHop Network. What's up, everybody? This is Brad Williams, and we've got Adam Ray here. Yeah. And this is the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're listening to us on ToadHopNetwork.com. Episode 5. Episode 5? Really? Are we 5 in already? Already, man. Time flies when Finkel. you... Time flies when you got a podcast with a midget. You know? I think that's the same. <laughs> I think that's the same. What's that? No. <laughs> oh, and uh, in, in, in studio, that other voice you hear in studio is our esteemed guest. We are happy to welcome Mr. Jeff Richards, everybody. Jeff, Jeff Richards. Richards. Go ahead and talk to that mic. Thank you so much. Oh, what a pleasure to there, be here. There, there he is. is. Look at you, buddy. There we go. Sounding. Look at that beautiful yeah. set of pipes. <laughs> Jeff, you know as uh, the only person ever in history, right, to be on both Mad TV and Saturday Night Live? Yeah, and is Al right? Gore was the other one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, well, that, that's solid. Look at this off, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> that well, that, 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 that's great. <laughs> you that, remember that, that guy? That, it's yeah. great that you share that distinction with him. I mean, that, that's awesome. If, if you could also share the fact that you invented the internet, you'd, pro- you'd probably be richer, <laughs> sure. but, you know, whatever. It's cool. Yeah, I'm sure there's other things you guys have in common, right? Sure. <laughs> Similar-sized testicles. <laughs> Similar-sized. Why not? Uh, oh, we had a little fuzzy thing with the mic. Uh, that 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 was not Jeff doing a Darth uh-huh. Vader Darth Vader impression. That was him actually uh-huh. talking to the microphone. What? That's I think three weeks in a row now we've had we've had microphone trouble here on here on, here on Maybe about they last should night. Change this network to the. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> fix the mic. I swear by episode twelve <laughs> network dot com. It's all right. It's all right. But other people use the studio. There we go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They do, yeah. So, so. you get it down, right? Now, Jeff. So uh, you also tour the country doing stand up with uh, fellow SNL alum Chris Kattan. Doing that right now, yeah. Yeah. Good old Chris. <laughs> My impression, Chris. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 no words. I, I, they have really good fries here. <laughs> the shot, I had the Caesar salad. It was great. Wait, was that Sandy? That's no. what he says. I said, "How's the fit?" He goes, "I, I had the Caesar salad. It was great." <laughs> I, 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 I it's a terrible he, 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 he sounds like he's gargling in the middle of talking. <laughs> Did you become friends with him on SNL or afterwards? I don't think I have. I don't think I have become friends with him yet. But <laughs> You're just kind of touring with him, like, well, you know, it's a way. Touring. It's a way. No, it's a way I, to make uh, money. We became friendly after the show. Yeah. He was nice to me when I was on SNL, though. He's always like, "You're funny." <laughs> you know, he was nice. You were you were funny. I'm not going to say this to blow smoke up your ass, but um, you well, you uh, don't smoke <laughs> cigarettes. Cigarettes. Ah. Yeah. And most people go pot. No, crack is crack. what uh, yeah. is what I put in a pipe. Crack with Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's why I'm not cool with it yet because you know the cool uh, slang words for crack. Crack with Kanye. Crack with Kanye. Yeah. 
You have I, a great radio voice, by the way. Thanks, Jeff. Like, I get Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm Adam Ray. I get to listen to this every week. <laughs> Adam Ray. <laughs> you're, you're, you're almost I make like a video every four hours. <laughs> oh, that's a good impression. Yeah. He, I mean, he like I get to listen to this every week. People are like, are you having fun doing a podcast? It's like absolutely, because Adam Ray gets to seduce me every week with that voice, and yeah. he's got he's got like a little Johnny Cash in him. Yeah. Like a little bit. Uh, what's up, everybody? I'm Johnny little Cash. Johnny Cash, little Tony oh, Danza. I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> the man, the man in black. My dick is hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Was that on the third album or the second dick, album? Hard as hell, dick. Dick is hard. Hard as hell, dick. Hard as hell, dick. <laughs> yeah. Common dick. How did it? Well, no. So, but in all seriousness, man, like I've been an SNL fan for a long time. Uh, there's cast members that uh, are great. Uh, they're on there, and some that you're like, no, oh, wow, there's probably other people they could have picked. Um, you are definitely one of the no, but I'm dude, kidding. like you, like they're for me a great cast member. Somebody who not only does great impressions because it obviously you have to be able to do that because there's so many topical things and the show kind of prides itself right on like being topical. But original characters to me is like super hard to do because it's something that you're creating based off of either people right that you've met or that you've run into and or that you're all you're coming it up with it on your own. The impression. Is still based on somebody, even though emulating somebody is a skill in its own. But and your original characters, man, are fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Drunk and girl is my favorite. Unbelievable, I love, I love even your one. frat guy. And I mean, just like <clears throat> I was telling you, uh, did you get my text the other night? I was watching an old SNL. I don't have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and first rule of improv. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is this is oh, not going to work terrible out. In improv. Those are the Groundlings. I had one level in the Groundlings, and they're like, "You need to do this again." And I was like, "I think I'm just going to do stand up." That's, <laughs> that's how they but make they their like, money, though. I would just stop everything and make a joke and kill the whole scene. <laughs> Like, so they were like, we're at a golf course. Like, fuck that, dude. We're getting hot dogs. Golf course? What do you mean golf course? <laughs> we're in a parking garage. Ding! <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> which, which, yeah, yeah, which is funny. Now, now, like, uh, when you create an original character, like, I've taken, like, one workshop and didn't do anything for me. What do they like, teach you? Uh, they In this one workshop, they, they, they told me to walk around leading with a certain body part, and based on that body part, you can kind of develop a character based yeah, on that. Yeah, some people do that, right? So, like, you lead on a soldier or something. Or something. Like, yeah, like, you walk out with your chin, and then you automatically start talking like Leno. All right, yeah. If, if you lean in with your chin, then immediately you got to go into this voice. Yeah. You gotta... Nice to see it. Good to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the Battle of the Late Night Wars here. My name's David Letterman. And nice my, gun. Oh, my name's Jay Leno. How you doing? Now, I'm going to do my Fallon impression and just look into the camera and laugh. <laughs> No, that's the greatest great thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Whoa! That's so great. so funny. Oh, my God. Van Halen. Whoa! No, it's like... No, but it's like... No, it's like... No, but you're talking... Right, that's that's my found. Nobody's that happy. Nobody's that happy. <laughs> Jimmy's a very happy dude, man. Maybe but he like, is that happy. He Maybe he is, man. He looks like he generally loves his job. I think How can he, you not though? Yeah, you're getting. Job. the... But I think he's actually a fan. But would of all you want to do that every night? I could hang out with do funny things with Bruce Springsteen every night. Like he, like he's not doing Bruce stuff every night, yeah. but though though those sketches where he does like I think like Bruce Springsteen and Neil Young sing "Whip Your Hair Back and Forth." I think yeah. I think they did that video. Yeah, his his I don't know, but I just think so much of it, and it's not his. It's, it's no um, fault of uh, of Jimmy Fallon's or anybody that does a late night talk show, but. 
you know, you have to pretend like you have to pretend you're happy to see Miley Cyrus. Like you're so, oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. It's so great. Like you know, know, even for yeah, it's got to be tough, right? When De Niro comes on, or Dave Matthews, or Sandler, who he's big fans of, or Springsteen, yeah, he has no problem, or Eddie Murphy, of showing off how big of a fan he is. Right? Yeah, when people like that are clearly. And he has to put it on. And All still... right, today we're very excited to have Heidi and Spencer. Oh God, yeah. everybody! Yeah, woo! Yeah, but I guess, happy times! But the paycheck's coming in, and you need, right? So you... I'm sure there's a lot of ways to enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, there's got to be that part. Of, that's got to be the hardest part yes. of like having to deal with, uh, and, you know, guests that you're just not sure and into. especially because like when you go through the ringer and get on. SNL, I'm sure the audition process. Yeah, what is, was it like? Yeah, the easiest thing ever. <laughs> you sent him an it email. Honestly, was really weird how how easy it was. Are you serious? Yeah, they just walked you one on the audition. Street. Five minutes. Didn't have to do another audition. Just because I, I got to go straight to network. I just lucky the timing of it was just like. How do they even find you? They because they're scouting people. All I had over. good management and uh, at the time. <laughs> Still <laughs> looking, they, um, not bitter. Yeah, because <laughs> people. What, what are the hubbubs for for SNL Scout? The uh, Second City in Chicago, Groundlings in UCB and LA, right? Yeah, is that pretty much? And then yeah. just comedy clubs and. Do you say Chicago? Uh, Second City. That's right? the big one. Yeah. yeah, and Groundlings, right? And where did you kind of get plugged from? Just stand up. I did stand up on uh, on uh, Kilborn. Nice. And they just sent my tape to SNL and. They watched it, and they were looking for a guy that did a lot of impressions. Did you have impressions in your act for your set on TV? Oh, yeah. I just, like, did, like, nine of them. And, um, Any that you still do? Or was it, like... I do all of them still. <laughs> it's the great. same shit. No, but that's great, though, that, you, that they're... I don't do all of them not... still. I, I don't do Gary Shandling really anymore. <laughs> Is that me? Do, you, do I look fat? <laughs> it's the hair on the inside that counts. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I man. Want to, I want to love me, but I also want to love you. I can't do that through me. <laughs> I was the first comic to fuck Sarah Silverman. What? You were? Boom. Yeah, me. That's cool. No, not. No, <laughs> Shan- were you doing Shanley? <laughs> yeah, Did I was Shanley doing fuck Sarah Silverman? Yeah. Really? They yeah. went out for a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You, She's you hot know. to me. Of I course. enjoyed her. Right? <laughs> I, enjoyed her. I enjoyed her. She's very funny, and she's also very sexy. <laughs> I am Gary Shandling. <laughs> I mean, and and then just they 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 got that kind of five minute tape of you, and then just said congratulations. Yeah, they, just, they flew me to New York. I had like two weeks to prepare, and yeah, I just did like you know, I think I did like nine impressions on the stage. And Lauren's in the audience, which seems yep. super intimidating because he's either laughing or he's not. And I hear, but I was of- just like, I worked out like I did like. I must have done four hours of cardio over the course of two days. Oh, shit. Was, I was so relaxed when I walked in there. It's awesome. <laughs> I was, like, um, real calm. And then, <laughs> so I just did it, you know, and just did all this stuff. And, and then uh, then I was leaving the stage. I was going to leave out the door, and he stopped me, and he's, he's like, good good job. <laughs> did, did he, That's it? Did, did he give job. you any attention like, right there, or did he have yeah, to, like, wait a week or two? Or No, but I knew something was up. I knew I was at least coming back if there was such a thing. And and um, then I just got on the plane and flew back to, uh, I was flying into San Diego to do the comedy store in La Jolla. And nice. It landed, and I got two phone calls, and they were from each of my management, two of them. <laughs> and um, they called and they said, you know, and then they go, you, you, how do they break that news? That's a well, fucking. Well, I was in a car full of people, and they go, you got, you got the show, and I go, I got it, and then everyone cheered, 
And then they go, but yeah, but you can't tell anybody. <laughs> well, so all of these guys know. Well, right, yeah. right, right. Who, was it at least people you knew, or were you just in like a winning? Yeah, game? just yeah, a bunch of people. Or were you like the up. next stop, like a bunch of Muppets were picking you up on their way to Hollywood, and, and you were just one of those guys? Yeah, <laughs> I got into a car full of Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> that that's got that's got to be insane. Cause that's a ridiculous phone call to get, man. Well, because there's only f so many moments in your career where you know after that particular moment that your career is going to change. Yeah. And that's that's got to be one where you're just like, wow, things are not going to be the same after this moment right now. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. And um, and then I remember my mom saying to me afterwards, she goes, well, you know, now you have to do it because the, right. the whole goal is to get there, right? right. And, and then, then you're now on. you have to do it, Fuck, right? You've yeah. Gotta so how much do you enjoy the the the, the, uh, the phone call of like, yeah? And then is it immediately like. Yeah, you're a little oh, nervous. Fuck, okay. But I always knew, like, the first year, you, you're... Background. You don't do any... You just hang out the first year. That's what I was mm -hmm. told. Like, you, you, okay, you know, the first year's a gimme. Yeah, did like, you pitch a lot? I mean, how did... Because you're in the writer's room, right? And it's just fucking ideas, and I, you're just pitch... Do you, you have to pitch as a new guy, right? Because you need to be Yeah, like, everyone pitches, yeah. And, and, and you pitch stuff with you in it, or are you like, hey, this would be funny for that guy? Yeah. You, you, you say, I'm working on uh, this character that... Uh, you know, has a hole in his head and his, uh, you know, fish feet. And um, I thought you could play the, his brother. Or something, something stupid like that. You know? um, That'll work. Did you write the Willy Wonka Baldwin? No. Uh, oh, Al Gore, Willy Wonka? No, well, that one's great, but the one with Al Baldwin? Baldwin. No, I know. We didn't do it with Al Baldwin. You did. Where? I mean, Amy Poehler? <laughs> Oh, it was Al Gore. That's right. Okay. It was Al Gore. I was thinking Alec Baldwin. They, they, have they similar do look vibes. so similar. Right? <laughs> Can you do an Alec Baldwin impression? Alec Baldwin? Um, he's sort of like, uh, hello, how are you? It's very intense. Very attractive. <laughs> hello, Tina. I'm Alec Baldwin. <laughs> oh, he's shaking his head. Like, yeah. I got to work on that one, but it's sort of like, um, I, I, um, I made some fudgicles <laughs> from scratch. From scratch. <laughs> You're really gonna like them. I'm gonna make some more if they go over well. And, it, and, and then you have to end it with calling your daughter a fat pig. You fat fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? She. Uh, but that sketch was. I mean, that was fun, right? I mean, would sure. You, yeah. Do you ever see that sketch? So it was Gore was coming in to tell. Uh, oh yeah, to tell you that the fact that the numbers in the factory and everything like business wasn't good, and you might have to sell it. And he <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> William, we might have to sell this Willy Wonka chocolate factory. I'm Al Gore. I, you, no, we can't. We can't get rid of it. It's all I have. It's all I want. But then you tell me you just gave it to Charlie, right? You're like, don't worry. I just but I've already it. given it to Charlie. <laughs> he won, Charlie. Yes, yes, yes. Good, fine. On we go. Wow. One shotty. That is a Gene Wilder impression, Dude, everybody. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm that's kinda great. working Gene Wilder into not just doing Willy Wonka, because that's what I do on stage with Willy Wonka. Yeah. But like maybe like what were his stories like about Richard Pryor? Because he doesn't do it. He doesn't drink or anything. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he did a few to, movies with uh, Richard. He must stir, be able stir crazy and whatnot. He yeah. must have been able to take in like everything what was happening in the room. Like, well Richard he came in with an absorbent <laughs> amount of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking a Sprite, which uh, I enjoy, and some Cheetos. The hookers, the hookers were nice. They weren't good looking. They weren't good looking. No, you ruined it. You drank the fizzy lifting drinks. The hookers drank the fizzy lifting drinks. I, so, I, 
I fucked the fat one. <laughs> <laughs> the long story short. Is it, is it, enjoyed myself. Is, is it weird that I feel strangely attracted to you as a midget because oh you're doing God. a Willy Wonka voice? It <laughs> yeah. is kind of interesting. Like, like, on the like, same level. Right. Like, I'm just looking at you like, I feel like I should be moving in a synchronized motion with other midgets right now. Right. You're waiting for him to tell you what to do yeah, yeah. with the everlasting gobstopper. Right. I, 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 you should bust out that whistle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then... Yeah, exactly. Then, then, I, boom, then I just boom, go into it. Boom, boom, boom. Oh my god, I just got a hard on. What? <laughs> <laughs> that song gets you so excited. When you it hear does. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, I'm like, okay. When, when do I start singing? And who Ready? Do I look at? Okay. Like I'm just, I'm just set, dude. There's certain things. There's certain things that. Now, it, that's, that's, how old were you when you saw that movie? Oh my god, uh, I was about probably about five. Okay. And at, at that point. I was able to recognize that the Oompa Loompas looked like me. So I was like, oh my God. That's a fucking crazy moment, man. Right. When, like, one day. But they're orange. Yeah. So then, like, you're five. So you think that that's your future. You think that's what you're going to have to right. do. Right. So I'm looking at the have Oompa to Loompas. Have to do. Like, have to do. Because, wow. like, there, there, there isn't a lot of dwarf representation on television sure. and, and in movies. So I would look that and see that. And I remember looking at my mom and dad going, wait, so I have to look at. I, I have to work at a chocolate factory. Eventually. Like, that's my thing. I have to do thing that. to realize at some point, to, not only, because, you know, more often than not, you go through life and you go, I want to do this, and you realize there's steps to take to get there, mm -hmm. but when you see something at that age where it's just, and you think, like, I have to do that, <laughs> so not only is your life's, like, laid out for you, but you're, but you're going to work at a chocolate factory. And, and I have to learn how to dance. And learn how to dance and sing. <laughs> and it doesn't look like they're having any fun. No, because no, the look smile. on their face was just, oh. Oh, now we got Very to get the fat kid out of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just that what kind of thing. do you get when a you know fat kid drowns <laughs> in a pool of chocolate? <laughs> Smiles turn to frowns, right? Like, yeah, exactly. There's no way of knowing <laughs> where my finger is going. <laughs> I know where it's going. I know exactly where it's going. Going your asshole. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god! Perverted Wonka. Oh my god! I love that. I fucking love you, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, and one thing that I've always wanted to know uh, with the whole Saturday Night Live thing is, you hear these epic stories of like after parties and like I guess after every live episode, like because I, I guess just like with all that stress of putting together, it's nuts a right? live show in a week. That's got to be. I read just, that like, SNL. Did you ever read the the book that was? Well, like, he lived uh, it. Right, but like, I mean, it sounds like I, mean, I read some of it. Yeah. I mean, you can probably attest to this. Is it really? I mean, you, so you're meeting on Monday. People pitch I, all sorts. I mean, hundreds of ideas. You probably pick a, a ton of them to actually write to to write and form into sketches, and then dresses Wednesday, and then a bunch of them get cut before fucking Saturday, right? I mean, yeah, your week's over like Tuesday night. I, you know, by the time you wake up Wednesday, that's your fate. Right. Uh, because you read the stuff. It's already, whatever it is, is already out there. The material is already There's no room for written. ads or improvs or... Not unless you're, you know... There's no improv live, right? I mean... If somebody... It is if the cue card gets dropped or like, yeah, something happens. Now, can now do... Does Lauren want you to kind of like address that and kind of like... No, you just keep going. He doesn't want people to know that, that, that a cue card got dropped and you have no. to come up. And by the way, I've never seen a cue card get dropped. Right, okay. <laughs> I thought I'd just throw something out there, yeah. but... Um... <laughs> um yeah, it's exhilarating, you know. I was, I was never really in like, I was in one, one, not as in like five sketches. I was in like a lot, and then. But you, you know, I've been in sketches where it's like they're back to back, and you know you got they rip stuff off your head, and you know, you know. And that's the crazy part when you have to go. That's the craziest part is, knowing you got to go perform in about two minutes, 
and they're just ripping stuff off you, and you're just trying to remain still. You're Putting a wig almost, and and spirit gum yeah, for like a mustache, a completely different thing. Yeah. But how's the mindset? Is that I mean, are you? You just out? like I just pretend like I'm like a cat burglar. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yes. Like I'm just a cat burglar, and I'm just gonna remain still until Mrs. Jigowitz leaves <laughs> the room. She heard her. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I was totally. I was totally. I was in there. I was, I was in the moment. Like, wow, these are the stories that you don't hear about. No, but I just I just remember like just. Pretending you're 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 really cool. I just, I just enjoyed how cool it was. Like all these people you are were fucking touching me and grabbing yeah. on me. <laughs> you were soaking up every moment. It seems yeah. like, and you're and you're also a very uh, like you're confident in your abilities and you're performing. And you could always you see that in your stand up, but you could tell that in your. So I'm sure when you were like, oh, I got five sketches tonight. You're like, fuck yeah, I got five sketches and yeah. they're gonna be great. And I know what I'm doing. And I'm con all my impressions are good. And my, I mean, yeah. Were Were there any particular people that when they were hosting, you got really excited, like, oh heck yeah, this oh, person's yeah, coming right. back, or this is De Niro my is awesome. De Niro it was just like unbelievable. Is wow. he? Did he a lot of talk in between stuff, or you just well, you know, what to they, do? They kind of prepped you on him. They go, well, don't you know? They do that for each. Don't celebrity try to get in. his autograph, or like you know, <laughs> well, yeah. Don't try. But I mean, like, it, just in general, don't don't try to get it. Like, don't try to like. You know, whatever. So, but don't don't talk to him. Don't try to do an much. impression of him to him. Don't bother him. <laughs> I think that I do remember them saying like, "Don't bother him." Not to me. They didn't just say me, but like everyone was like, <laughs> "Jeff, enough." All right. Yeah. He's but seen... I knew you could talk to him. Like if you were in a scene with him, I knew you could probably say something to him. You know, I knew sure he could, and he probably doesn't want to be isolated. Right. So yeah. I just I remember I wanted to say something to him, and I was in this sketch where it was this Peter Pan sketch where he was playing Peter Pan, <laughs> yeah. and I was like the little I, boy. I, yeah, I remember that sketch. I was in that one, and uh, uh, I just I remember just walking over to him, and I was just like, "So, you know, you you having a good time?" And he just said to me, "He goes, man, my feet are my feet are sore, <laughs> very tired, it's pavement." It almost sounds like walking. It's the pavement. <laughs> yeah, I don't do. It. <laughs> yeah, that's what he is. He talked about how just his very feet minimal. were sore. Jesus. And well, then what do you say to that? What do you him? say? You're like, oh, yeah, sorry about so that. I hear you have, a, you have an African-American wife. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I, uh, that's well, a you real know, cool move. <laughs> you saw that as a lead-in. He said, my feet are sore. You thought, well, obviously he wants to talk about his black He's wife. He's going to massage his feet. And you and go, how wife. how black is she? He goes, a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit black. Little Just bit. a little bit. Who, who, who would you say was, like, maybe the hardest host to work for in terms of like really getting them to yeah, be funny some or really bringing the funny out of them. That Jeff are... Gordon. Jeff Gordon? No comedy bones in his body, right? I, yeah. don't, I don't think so, but I mean, he was a nice, real nice guy. For sure. But this like, I remember like we did, like for me that week I did like Gary Busey. Mm -hmm. I did Gary Busey and he, they just made like made him a, like a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember what it said, he even said anything in the thing. And, um, Wait, you were Busey as the I waiter? Bus I was Busey, and they made Jeff Gordon a waiter. Yeah, right, right, okay. So they, that's what Busey's they do. They'll, they'll, the kind of, they'll kind of minimalize the host. Of, what did you do in the sketch? I was just, they did that that, uh, that that dating show. Remember the limousine pulls up, and it's like they put you on a date with somebody. Oh, right, 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 right. I don't know, limidate maybe yep, or something yep, like that? Okay. <clears throat> and uh, then I was, just, they matched, the girl matched up with me, Gary Busey. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <clears throat> age walk <laughs> you can't walk age off you gotta run it off 
I never said that. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I do not remember that line. It's my favorite thing to say is Gary Busey. Oh, yeah. He said that once. Did he really? <laughs> I mean, as far as you're concerned. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, with a guy like Busey is, you could say, yeah, he totally said AIDS walk. Yeah, sky's the limit. I yeah. was in the parking lot of a Frito-Lay factory getting a hand job from what I hope was a circus clown. <laughs> it's either a circus clown or some sort of horse. Oh, my God. Uh, well, we have just scratched the surface with Jeff Richards. Absolutely. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more SNL stories, get into his Mad TV days, um, how he started stand-up, uh, and uh, and a lot more. I think we're going to bring back uh, celebrity and seduction, celebrity too. Serenades, uh, celebrity to serenades. Out. Uh, I'm sure we might hear some Gene Wilder uh, <laughs> serenading women at a bar. Uh, this is about last night. Uh, we're coming right back. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
Now back to About Last Night. On the Toad Hop Network. Coming back with the Allison Chains. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I love this song, but I couldn't tell you one of his lyrics. <laughs> just for the, you know, uh, just that <laughs> whole down time, just like ratting. Does he have actual lyrics, Allison Chains? Uh, somewhere the phrase "man in the box" is said. I'm guessing right. song title. You know, uh, maybe. <laughs> Whose lyrics are more tough to uh, uh, make out? His or Eddie Vedder's? And oh, jeez. Better. <laughs> Here's my burrito bower. <laughs> Speaking of music, <laughs> that's a, what a great segue, my Jeff. God. We are here. The voice, with, yeah, uh, the, 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 the voice you are hearing. One of my is favorite people on the planet, Jeff Richards. Jeff Richards, alum of both Saturday Night Live and Mad TV. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Tasty Jeff. His website, TastyJeff.com. His podcast, uh, Def. One, one F, F at Def One F Def One F. Where can you find Podcast that on the website? On iTunes. On iTunes. Uh, but Jeff, most recently, uh, you are known for your music abilities, which I had no idea you did, and I'm fucking glad that you are doing them because uh, you made an album called Rain Makes Me Wet. And uh, well, I mean, why did you do this? First well, of all? first off, uh, I never wanted to be a pop star. Uh, <laughs> Comes um, the territory, man. I think when you're faced with uh, well, that reality, you uh, one of two things happen: you either get in a fetal position and beg for mercy, or you put on the glitter and you go forward. And well, that's kind of what I did. And uh, these are songs that uh, uh, speak of youth and violence, and, as well as together light. Now, one of my favorite songs in your album is called "Someday You Will Die." And the, the first time I heard you sing it live was when we did that show at um, right. on Pico at the not the Mint. What's it called? The uh, the door. It was a one word. The something. It was uh, it, it was, was the followed by a noun. Right. Gotcha. And uh, and you did it, and people fucking loved it. At first, they were like, "Wait, what?" And then like the lyrics are so funny and it's catchy, dude. I was singing it for like five, I don't know a couple weeks afterwards, and then you know I moved on with my life. Do we have a clip uh, of that? Can we turn? You know, can we turn it on a little? No, someday you will die. Yeah. And first of all, give now how did this as it's playing, give us like how did this song obviously it speaks someday we will all die, sure, but first let's listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Louder. Love the pop eighties beat. It's like a Casio keyboard. You be thrown from the cliff or get buried alive. You catch fire and burn in the car that you drive. <laughs> I'm smiling. Too fast, punched in the face by a bouncer named Trash. Swallowed by a snake. What can you do if it happened to Jesus? It will happen to you. Someday you will die. I love the auto tune crescendo. Auto tunes? Yeah, right? Fucking dare you. That's Richard's vibrato, man. Is that just metallic vocal cords, baby? Is that just you like pounding your throat? That's I drink lead. I want to get to the horse part, though. That's one of my favorite lyrics. That's at the end. Is it? I mean, I don't care. Play the rest. No, I wrote these songs after I got dumped by my girlfriend. And I don't think she ever liked when I would do songs. I just kind of stopped doing them. Wait, so you didn't write songs when you were with her? No. 
for five years, I didn't write any songs. What? And then so I you must are a true always, musician. I must always thought. That, here's this. No, I always like doing songs. I always wanted to do songs, and then so then I just kind of like burst out of uh, you know the breakup with writing these songs, and I met this dude Ben Seward. Yeah, you know Ben. That's who you did. These he songs? did all the the all the music for most of them. Are you a couple serious? tracks he didn't, but he's uh, uber talented. Man. He's really good, and so he'd like come up with this. He'd like give me like a track, and then I would just like write lyrics for it, kind of go like that. It's awesome. <laughs> but you really, fun. but I mean, that's like a true musician thing, right? You have some sort of heartbreak or pain, and then you write songs out of it. Yeah, then you write songs about your dick. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that, the unicorns and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that, hey, man, that, that's how Seal started. So that is, that is, it's, it's how he's starting again, too. He's got to start over, right? Exactly. Yeah, him, Heidi called it quits. Yeah. Did, now, did, and you said, like, before the breakup, you didn't do songs, or she didn't like you doing songs? I or what like, I did. I just didn't do any for like uh -huh. five years. I don't remember what. What was going on i think there was always such a such a a juvenile direction to go if you're like a mm -hmm. comedian yeah and you're like you, people go i'm doing music they go well, why don't you just like not do anything like, you have a guitar <laughs> you can like, be a guitar guy where are you gonna go with that yeah. but my whole thing is like i don't really care where i go i just sure. want to make songs and music videos and have fun yeah and kind of like you know it's almost like taking a yoga class to a bodybuilder you sure. know sort of most people go, why are you doing that? And I go, well, maybe I just don't want to lift weights for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I want to move around. Dude, you're a creative guy, and you, you, there's so many different uh, muscles that uh, come with that. And so this was something that you hadn't done before, right? Yeah. So you're like, I want to see if I can fucking do well, it. Well, I did a song called What's a Motherfucker Gotta Do to Get His Ass Eaten Out Around Here. <laughs> oh, I spent $7,000. Where can we find that? <laughs> it's on its music video. It's out there. I I, uh, I spent seven thousand dollars on it. I was the height of my insanity. Right after SNL, just smoking tons of weed every day, and I'm like, I think this is a. I heard a, a black dude in the subway say, "What's a motherfucker gotta do to get his ass eaten out around here?" And I went, "That's a song." And um, and just did this song, this crazy music video. And that was one of the beggars on the subway, and he and he tried to give him money. He's like, "I don't want money." Yeah. Yeah. Why do I want money? What can I do with that? I just want to get my ass eat. You, you don't know what I need? My ass, Do I need to make a sign that says, needs ass eaten? <laughs> I love that motivation. <laughs> Will suck dick for ass eating? Do I need to make that sign? Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, see, that's great. That's great. I don't know. That's Break a, up. Well, I'm glad you made these songs instead of the typical, like, you know, like, dashboard confessional, like, like super whiny and like we had a good run it was super fun but i miss you i miss you kill yourself right yeah. fucking sad and girls go oh, he's so he was he's a good guy he's because he misses her he misses her right he does. He his so, emotion his emotion that's what they fuck so so shit. so much that he put it down in thong i mean you know i'm that's a sensitive dude good. i'll cry every now and then but i when the guys are it's just like come on man like <laughs> Plus two, you, like I don't know. I don't know how much feeling is actually coming through in that song. I feel like a lot of it's the, the writing. They're like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds like it's got a lot. Of, like that's yeah, that sounds like something I probably went through. Yeah, if, if you were just like, well, let's just write a goofy song about people dying in my dick. Sure, that I just works. find it. I just don't understand how people can even why people want to sing like that. <laughs> like why? What comes through you that? That's sure. how you are. Nickelback. Look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I need a mermaid death. 
turns down to take a bath. Right. I mean, I, I, I guess it's just kind of the same thing that that we do on stage, because you know we all tell jokes about uh, stuff that happened in our lives that, sure. it, that that hurt. Now we're trying to make it to kind of mask it, but like we mask it through jokes, which are actually bring joy to people. Right. They do just depressing <laughs> songs that don't have a funny spin or a good ending, or just like yeah. we're we're just sad now. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I I remember how miserable I was when this event <laughs> happened in my life. Let's relive that yeah and uh, you know it, it, it's it's crazy but hey th- th- you know to each his own and i i guess that gets women depressed enough to bang strangers in bars exactly and and if, if for them no, I, musicians for, have a great hook yeah <laughs> do you want to perform these songs in like theaters or like is that like a, a dream or is this like again like a fun uh fun thing you're just doing right now and see and if it they're good enough songs to like if you got a you know when, when you get a special or whatever to like incorporate with or show, right? You well, you know, I don't know how because they're not really jokey. And I think when you do shows, when you do your stand up, and then you do songs, these are more like um, just kind of eccentric uh, songs that are like because the music's catchy. like you stand back and the whole thing is funny, not mm-hmm. like you're like ha 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 ha. Yeah. It's just like you know there are parts that'll make you laugh hard, but right. that's about it. Right. I don't know. I just kind of wanted to be. Um, Fun, you know, unusual and, and catchy. You know, right. that's sort of what I kind of like. I like the Talking Heads. You know, I like I like the Talking Heads. Like um, they might be giants and right. stuff. Well, so Jeff, it's more towards comedy, but it's you know it's whatever. Jeff, as you've been sitting here, there's been one question that I've been dying to ask you, and that's uh, when you were on Mad TV. Uh, how long did you know Bobby Lee before he showed you his dick? <laughs> Well, I saw his dick. That's really why we brought you here, by the way. We just want to know. I used to work the door with Bobby Lee at the comedy store. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your stand up. I knew we both knew each other before either of us were on either show. Oh shit. Yeah. In San Diego. I knew him in San Diego. Where are you from? Uh, No, no, I'm from uh, San Francisco, Walnut Walnut Creek. Um, No, but we knew each other uh, at the same time, and we both became regulars kind of around the same time. Um, you can't see his dick. And I don't know me? if that's because of the abundance of pubic hair or just the height <laughs> of it. And I say height because it stands there limp. You know how something just stands there limp? It's not like I stared at his, his dick. Wait, his pubes stand there limp or his dick? His, his I've never heard pubes are a pubes fortress around, you know, like the the um, the fountain out front it's and here in Universal yeah. City? Sure. Yeah. How it just shoots out water? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's not like that. <laughs> anyway, I thought you were going to say when I see no, the I Universal City Fountain, I think of Bobby Lee's pubes. But well, he would always pull like Bobby would always pull that thing where he'd stick it and pull that Silence of the Lambs thing where yeah. the dude and Silence <laughs> he'd kind of just stick Between it his legs. and cross his legs Toby and then just Toby have the, you know a real real weird look on his face. Right? Is she like a great big fat woman? <laughs> <laughs> well, and the only reason why I asked you that question is because I knew Bobby Lee probably about seven and a half seconds before he showed me his dick. Yeah. Uh, we were in a car going to a gig, and he goes, and I just go, "Hey, hey, Bobby, my name is Brad. I'm a big fan." He goes, "Have you ever? Have you? Have you seen my dick yet?" That was literally the first words out of his mouth. Like, have you seen my dick yet? I was like, "No, I'm, I'm just meeting you. I'm not seeing. You've got to see it." And then he just takes it out. You're like, "You don't even yeah. know my favorite color yet. Let me, let me wait a couple <laughs> days before I see your genitals." Yeah, exactly. I, I, I feel well, like some sort of interaction well, should happen it, first. I don't think it's like dysfunction as no, much no. as it's like likes you're not going to forget me. Yep. And, and I haven't, this. dude. He's all about and this getting doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, he's just like he's like a Howard Stern of, in a yeah, way, really, for sure. a physical Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. 
And I didn't know that Asians had purple dicks. Yeah. Well, that could have just been that day. <laughs> yeah. Could have got an injury. It, it, it literally looked like he just got done fucking Grimace from yeah. the McDonald's, and that's like, like he showed it to me right after that. It Let's was go like, on record uh, that that is the first Grimace penis reference <laughs> that uh, has been made on about last God, night. I hope it's not the last, right, though. It's not the last, man. How many McDonald's characters, and that's an interesting uh, thing to bring up, Do you, how many McDonald's characters actually have genitals? <laughs> the Hamburglar? <laughs> Does he? See, that's why. That's why I just asked. Well, you the know question. he does. Does he? I don't well, know. No, he does because he had little Hamburglar kids. Remember, they had those little like Hamburglar kids. Dude, yeah, you can adopt Hamburglers. You can adopt Hamburglers. Fuck yeah! You, like, <laughs> what do you? What do you work at the fucking? Is that is that where sliders come from? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like little Hamburglers? Is that is that how that works? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and Ronald definitely has a dick because always oh, a, oh, he's he's a, a creepy. He's a clown. He's a, creepy he's a clown. clown. He could be a serial yeah. killer. He for yeah. sure is. Could be. <laughs> Probably. Is. And any, <laughs> like, when you're doing Mad TV, uh, and then as opposed to SNL, were there any, like, main differences in terms of, like, maybe a production schedule? Well, Mad scripted, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, they're both scripted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one's on TV, the other one's somewhere else, right? <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like, uh, pre taped is what I meant to say. Half is pre taped, half is in front of an audience. Oh, cool. A live audience, but not live to your TV set at home. Gotcha. But um, did you enjoy you know, one more than the other? Yeah, of course SNL, and it was fun to get SNL too after Mad TV because it was like, haha, see you guys later. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. You know, but uh, but you know, it's just one of those things. There's like, um, uh, you know, but that was the first thing was Mad TV, so that was just outrageous. You know, were there some characters wearing in my vest that says Mad TV on it to the improv? Like, hey, look at this. Fuck yeah, because <laughs> you're just ridiculous when you get something when you're young like that. I was like 25, so oh shit. And how? Like, where was Mad in its uh, seasons at that point when you got it? Ooh, I don't, I don't actually know. Okay, but it was still, but a, a big deal. <laughs> Over eight seasons. At now, least. were there characters and impressions you did on Mad that you couldn't? That they were like, hey, these are ours, man. No, I don't. I mean, if I did like a character, it wasn't like a big character. It was just like a cop coming to the, coming to the rescue for something, or right. you know, something like that. But I mean, I just did impressions. I did like Letterman and Louis Anderson and Gary Shandling and, um. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> but I was, I it was more nerve wracking that that situation because, um, you know, there weren't cue cards or anything like that, and I never really did theater. Oh, really? So, never so stand up was your only live performance live. experience. Yeah. So uh, I was a little intimidated at first. How, that and then. What would you do with like that first big check? Do you have any like dumb purchases? That's a good question. Like like when you start like oh my god I'm on TV because I would buy a pop a shot basketball hoop, <laughs> uh, maybe a Slurpee machine. Well, I, I I bought a car like way too quickly. Like as soon as I had like twenty five thousand oh dollars, I bought god. a car right away. What kind? I bought like a like a white BMW. White. <laughs> I got a good deal on it. Yeah. Um, it's a BMW, just convertible BMW. You know. Yeah. There you go. You, 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 you want something to drive around and, and then I just show off the money. Just totally smashed it into this other car. Like, <laughs> I like you totaled it. Yeah, I just totaled it, and um, I got out. Did you of start the acting car. like Gary Busey just to so see if you get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was totally my fault. So. Oh yeah, that's why you act like Gary. That's my fault. And then, and and then just like it oh, makes things typical. even worse. The woman gets out of the car and she's got like a fish hand. <laughs> a, fi oh, a what? And she had like of one course, of those fish it's a limp hands. hand where it's like it's shorter than a normal hand. But it was also it, it looked like the mouth of um, that character on Futurama. The, 
Thorberg? Thorberg? Oh, I felt bad. That was the worst impression ever, but whatever. Yeah, because my fault. Of course. It's already your fault. And then the person gets out and they're limping and she's got a fish hand. Maybe she's got eaten by it. She's the chimp lady with no face. Yeah, yeah. Really, man? I already feel bad because I hit you with the car. Yeah, she's got no face, yet it's my fault somehow. Yeah, yeah. And she she goes, Really, you're going to hit me? I can't even. I don't have a face. And you're going to hit me. And you're going to hit me. And then I'm like amazed, like, how do you even know to look at me? <laughs> like, you're not looking at me, but you're, like, looking at She's me. Like, oh, really? Just know everything about people without faces? Is yeah. that what you do, too? You assume? Yeah. You're an assumer? Is that your name? Jeff yeah. the Assumer? I just know my name's Jeff. <laughs> oh, I know. I can see your license. It's in your wallet. <laughs> and, and this was... Mm. But then, thankfully, this was, like, the days before TMZ and Twitter and... It's before 9-11, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm that's... glad that you always remember. You know, that's Don't good. Forget. Actually, when I moved to SNL, or moved to SNL. When I moved in at SNL, when I I had to go there as a uh, two, it was two, week, two weeks before 9/11. Oh, no kidding! That was kind of weird. So were you? My, my first day was supposed to be 9/11. We were doing a table read, and everyone was supposed to come into the office, and it was at, it was 9/11. Are we buzzing? And um, Is there a fly anyway, in the studio. That was kind of crazy. <laughs> that's. I mean, that was 9/11. So you, you must have thought, that. and that was the Reese Witherspoon, Paul Simon episode, right? right? Dude, that was that was one of those powerful I mean, moments you on can't television. Even sum that up, what that was like? Because you had you 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 literally had the guys straight from Ground Zero on stage, yeah, right? And during the during during that Paul Simon song. Funny story about Rudy Giuliani was. Uh, I peed. I was peeing next to him in the urinal. <laughs> I love the way it's going. I was just peeing, and I was look over at him, and it's like the urinals are like just right next to each other. And those things happen at SNL all the time, right? You're like, hey, it's Snoop yeah, Dogg. What's and up? I, and I just thought, well, I might never get to say something to this dude ever in my of life course. again, so I should take the moment. I'm sorry. So I just said, like, I was like, how's it going? Ask him how's it going. Like, <laughs> Days after 9 and you 11. You don't want to be talked to when pee's coming out of your dick. No. I'm sure. <laughs> Dude, bathroom small talk might be the most uncomfortable thing. I was at the parlor two weeks ago, and this guy goes, Hey, is it just me or are these urinals too small? I go, ah, I don't know, man. I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, he goes, ah, and then he st- keeps talking. And he goes, he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, it's probably me. I just have a small dick. And then <laughs> me feeling uncomfortable because he's already making me engage because there's nobody else there. So right. if I don't respond, I seem like an, uh, like an asshole. So he goes, oh, it's probably me. I got a small dick. And I consider myself a nice, decent human being. So, you know, and I, all my relationships, my girlfriend's dependent on me to make them feel better and whatever. So with that uh, instinct coming in, he goes, it's probably me. I got a small dick. I go, nah, no, you don't, man. Whoa. <laughs> what? And then I just go, what am I saying right now? And then, and then I was like, oh, you trapped me. Like, you fucking. At least you didn't say it's perfect. <laughs> but then he walks the out. The symmetry is wonderful. I, I almost wanted to chase him and go, I mean, you probably do, man, because I don't fucking know about your dick size. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think about that. I want to get a second opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh,. We, now we 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 would like to ask you to do one of our uh, essentially the only real bit that we have right now, and that's uh, celebrity. What celebrity are we calling ce- this? Celebrity serenades. Cele- celebrity serenades. Yeah. So if we want to get that music going, and then we'll just um. So basically, uh, Jeff, we're going to go through. We'll do a few rounds, and uh, you can turn up a little. And basically, so for our new listeners and for Jeff, uh, this is when we basically impersonate celebrities, going into a bar, a little jazz club after hours. And what they would sound like when they were hitting on a woman. But not, you know, and and obviously your interpretation. I mean, you know, but it, this is a bar where sleazy men go into. 
And uh, sure, these guys they're brought to that level. Sure, they're I mean they might be wearing suits, but inside they're dying to wear an affliction shirt. Like last episode, I had Splinter from the Ninja Turtles ask a girl. Hello, I saw you from across the way and couldn't help think to myself, Cowabunga, I would love to do some anal with you. By the way, I have four sons who would also love to do anal with you. And I gave them all names. Leonardo, Donatello, Pablo Francisco. Pablo Francisco. Nice little shout out to Pablo there. Colin Firth. In a world. Yeah, Splinter does so like Should I say So we'll start off. No, well, no. Uh, pick your first one. Uh, who's it going to be? I think we yeah we preface it. Dustin Hoffman. Okay, perfect. So oh, I'll play okay. the bartender. Okay, that's how we do it. So the bartender sets you up, and uh, Brad will be the girl. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, miss. Uh, there's a gentleman here. Yes, that yes. would like to buy you a drink. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, hi. Thank you for the drink. How are you? How you doing? You having a you having a good night so far? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something is something wrong with your face? I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> Very excited to be here. Very attractive. Uh, uh, oh, well, well, thank you. You seem to be smiling a lot and having and having a good time. Uh, is this your first time in this bar? I got a rubber band on my cock. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I got a big, big, big rubber band on a real tiny little dick. <laughs> uh, you ever seen? You ever seen my movie Tootsie? <laughs> Have you seen Tootsie? Uh, 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 no, I haven't seen what? Tootsie. What, what's in it? What's? What do you mean? What's in it? It's, what, 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 <laughs> it's not what? a chocolate. <laughs> what, what? 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 What happens in Tootsie? I play a woman. I play a oh. gorgeous woman. Oh. I'm kind of into that. I talk like this. I'll talk, <laughs> I'll talk to you like I was. When I was in Tootsie, when I was playing the woman, I'll do the woman part. That would be my part. Dr. Brewster, <laughs> try to prove some idiotic stereotype of macho and ugly, ugly women and masculine. Shame on you, macho shithead. You like that? Uh, excuse me, uh, miss. There's another gentleman here that would like to buy you a drink. Oh, my God. Um, oh, I, I have people competing over uh, me. I think his this name, is... I think he said he owns a factory, some sort of factory, uh, uh, oh, a candy a, shop a, a or something. You, I, I don't know. Let him... do, you, do you want a candy shop? Is... Do you want a candy? <laughs> Maybe you want a candy. I... That's a mixture of the two, isn't it? <laughs> I, I find I love you very attractive. <laughs> um, how's that one go? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so, that's so great. <laughs> little surprise around every corner, but nothing dangerous. <laughs> or maybe it is a little dangerous. Now, 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 having a nice evening. Now, what would happen if uh, if uh, Gene Wilder got really uh, mad at the girl for not? Sure. You sure. don't know me. <laughs> Wait, excuse me. Um, so did you put a roofie in my drink? I put whatever I put in your drink. I don't really like your attitude right now. Well, you're gonna like it in about a half hour. <laughs> Like because what? It's a, it's a sedative. You lose. You're going to black out. I will rape you. It will get violent. Will it? Yes. Good. Fine. Where we go? <laughs> you want to put the duct tape on yourself? I just can I please have. You want to wrap it around your wrist? I just. You told me I could have some of your gum. That's all I'm saying. A little surprise around every corner, but it's dangerous. <laughs> Except for the roof you took. <laughs> Did you put in my fizzy lifting drink? You start fizzy lifting drink! You I said lose. good day, sir! 
<laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Do it, oh. Charlie. <laughs> Grandpa Joe, Grandpa what are you doing Joe. here? <laughs> Sir, I, Do it, Charlie. This bar has a 50 and under age limit. Do it, Charlie. <laughs> you can do it, Charlie. Yeah, Grandpa. Go ahead, Charlie. Why was Grandpa so in his face like that? Go ahead, Charlie. Because <laughs> well, he was a sex addict. He was a freak. <laughs> Four he wouldn't take that trench coat off, you know, right. he was freeballing it. He hadn't been out of bed for 25 years, I think, right? Oh, oh yeah. And plus, yeah. he's sharing the bed with three other people. Lord, yeah. he, the only time he stood up was to dance. So you have to imagine the amount of shit and piss that they just let flow through that mattress. Yeah. Right? Oh, sure. So when he find, no wonder, he was waiting for something to get him out of bed. And so if it's, you know, hey, there's a man in a shop and he told me I could have it. Uh, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. <laughs> Do it, Charlie. All right, is there one more we can close out on? Yeah. Um, let's do uh, Nancy Grace. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, uh, this is a this is this is a uh, lesbian bar. Yeah, okay, apparently, bar. Uh, miss. Um, this other woman, she seems uh, she's looking for something, and oh, apparently cool. she wants to talk to you about that. Oh, I'm great! Like, I'm looking for a bye bye. <laughs> Look at that beautiful, beautiful white blonde baby with blue eyes. Thank you, Miss Nell. Bye bye. I love bye bye. Oh, bye bye. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I like there's little like little instances of Dr. Phil within Nancy Grace. Uh, 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 uh. If you want to change your life, you got to make changes what, what kind of ch in your life. What kind of changes? Life changes. <laughs> or changes of life. I love it. Look at that. Bye-bye. That's a bye-bye. That's what that shows. That Nancy Grace always like looking for some white baby, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's never like a black baby, never. No, no, an no, Asian no, no, baby, no, 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 never no. an Asian baby. No. Well, Asian well, babies are they're the take factories. Take a look at that beautiful, perfectly <laughs> chiseled face. A lot by my, we're gonna find it. We're gonna find it. Oh my god. Oh, that is great. Uh, this has been unbelievable. Yeah. You gotta come back anytime you want, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Thank you. the one and only Jeff Richards. Jeff Richards, uh, everyone. Please follow him on Twitter at TastyJeff, his website, TastyJeff.com. Pick up his album, Rain Makes Me Wet, on iTunes. You can see his podcast, uh, Def Wanna F, uh, with Matt Ralston on iTunes. Uh, that's Jeff, everything, right? thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. For coming here, uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Brad's at Funny Brad. At, at, at Funny Brad. We're going to be back next week with a brand new episode, so come on back for more about last night. And please, try to remember our names in the morning. Uh, I forgot to say Josh Myrowit. Worth watching. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleisinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash wait for it comedy. 
There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.